Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. What about your Friday night games in round 25? Uh, awesome games to look back on. We'll start off with the Warriors v. the Manly Seagulls. What about this one? Obviously, both Dallin Watini Zelezniak and Jason Starb scoring hat-tricks in this one. Uh, equal score lines right up until the last few minutes as well. Sean Johnson being the clutch man he is. Uh, snapping a field goal as well would be a little bit cheeky in the 29-22 to 22 win over the Manly Seagulls. The Warriors have won six in a row for the first time since 2002. That is absolutely insane. Uh, they are assured of ending round 25 in third place on the ladder. That is absolutely insane stuff from the Warriors. First time winning six in a row since 2002. Long time. That's 20 years of football. It's crazy to think that 2002 was 21 years ago. That is absolutely insane. I was only born three years later. I was only born three years later. What's going on there? Talk about young'uns. Talk about young'uns. I'm definitely one of those. Bunty Olfa. Uh, he was put on report for a late tackle in the opening five minutes. Unlucky there for Bunty. Hopefully not suspended. Uh, for the Warriors, there's obviously some injury concern for Wade Egan and Marcelo Montoya, who left the field in the 62nd and 67th minute, respectively. Um, hope they, all, they both came back later in the game, but uh, you know there are still a few concerns there. Do they get rested going into round 26? With his second conversion of the match, Ruben Garrick became became the fifth highest scorer in Seagulls history. Crazy stuff with how young Ruben Garrick is. That is absolutely insane. Uh, Warriors winger Dallin Martini Zelezniak has scored 19 tries in his past 12 games. What a strike rate there from Dallin Martini Zelezniak. And the Warriors have won six from eight at Go Media Stadium this season as well. I'm telling you, it's a different team to previous years. You can't go off past stats when you're looking at the Warriors in this year because they are a different team. Uh, and you've got to give credit where credit is due. Andrew Webster also some stuff there. Um, he's done an incredible job with the Warriors this year. An incredible job. Um, in terms of this game, though, I mean, again, you know, we talk about arm wrestles. Obviously, we talked about the arm wrestle in the last game, the Cowboys v. the Sharks. This was definitely one of those, even more so in the sense that it was literally 22 all until the last few minutes of the game. Obviously, the clutch man himself in, uh, you know, Sean Johnson snaps the field goal to uh, make it said and done. But, uh, it was a real dogfight. It really was super enjoyable game of football. Uh, Manly taking it to a Warriors side that has been very, very dominant as well. was very impressed with Manly's performance, and I've been very impressed with Manly over the past two weeks. Yes, you know, a depleted Penrith side that didn't play the best football uh, they versed last week, but um, I was just impressed with how they played you know, in the moments, especially in the defense and their attack, keeping up with the with the Penrith forwards and, you know, sharing, sharing that same intensity. I feel like this game was very similar. They sort of got used to the intensity and matched it, which was very, very cool to see from the Manly Seagulls. If they're doing anything right, it's matching the intensity of their opponent, uh, you know, especially over the past two weeks. Uh, I, thought, I thought they'd been very impressive. Uh, and in this game especially, you know, it was a really enjoyable game, as I said. Um 
Yeah, I mean, you got some absolute fucking weapons in both of these sides. Uh, Torhu Harris, for me, at 13 for the Warriors, was absolutely insane. Uh, 36 tackles. I think he ran for a stack of meters as well, playing 71 minutes in the middle. 133 meters there. Uh, five tackle busts for the big boy, uh, Torhu Harris, which was awesome to see. Uh, Adam Fanor Blake doing what he does best as well. 193 meters, nearly 200 meters in this game. Uh, does that all the time. Um, for the Warriors, as well. It was a very awesome Warriors performance. You know, everyone playing equal, to be honest, everyone playing an equal game. Um, you know, not seeing Luke Metcalf run for over 100 metres, but still very impressive in this one in the six. And I think that halves pairing, you got to keep it for the rest of the year. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Tamale Martin. Um, obviously, could be back over the next few weeks, but do you bring him back into this team? I don't think so. Luke Metcalf's playing too good at the moment for me uh, to bring, you know, Tamale Martin back into this side. Oh, it's, a, it's a very hard one. It is a very hard one, but they are playing good footy at the moment. Don't fix something that isn't broken for me. Uh, but as I said, very, very impressive Warriors performance still, even though it was a very close game. Impressive Manly performance as well. Obviously, the big Jason Saab getting over for three tries, as well as Dylan Watani Zalesniak and matching that. Uh, definitely an awesome competition to watch. Uh, Ribbon Garrick running for 139 metres in this game. Try assist, a line break assist, a tackle bust as well. Um, you know, some very decent performances in this one. Um, yeah, it was a really solid arm wrestle. Very equal right until the end where the Iceman iced it. Uh, and, you know, obviously, uh, Manatania Corde had a beautiful try to seal the deal as well in there. Uh, but a sol solid performance from both teams. Very equal. Uh, there's not really much else to say about that game. It was a very equal game. Uh, speaking of inequities in games, the Roosters v. the... Uh, the Parramatta Reels. Now, obviously, the Roosters lost Tedesco um, late in the game. But, you know, I, I thought that they played really well without him as well. I thought they played some really solid football. Hacho doing his thing, adding the structure. And I feel like as well, now that they've added the structure to their game, they can start to add these other little pieces. And they started to do that against the Eels, where they add these little bits of X Factor. Manu played one of his better games, I thought. Uh, it was a really, really solid game from the Roosters. Luke Keery, I thought, had one of his better games of the year as well. I thought it was the best 5-8 of the weekend, for sure. Um, really solid game of football. His kicking game was great. Uh, and him and Hacho have really started to combine well. Him, Hacho, and Tedesco combined really well in this game. And even though Teddy did get taken off early, you know, he had a stellar performance. Absolutely stellar performance for me. Uh, you know, it was very hard for Parramatta to do anything with the amount of momentum that the Roosters did have. Uh, Jared Maria Hargreaves was a late withdrawal from the game, obviously, after being ruled out due to an acute neck pain issue. Uh, obviously, he was replaced by uh, you know, Dylan Napa, who came onto the bench for the Roosters. Fletcher Baker also came into the side in the starting lineup. Uh, the Eels scored first through Cartwright, but were denied going back-to-back -back when Will Penasini thought he had scored, thanks to some desperation defense from the Roosters' props, that being Lindsay Collins and Fletcher Baker. I think Lindsay Collins, you know, since Origin, he has pretty much kept that form going. He's really enjoyed a resurgence of his form, uh, you know, since featuring at Origin as well. He, he was sensational on the weekend, Lindsay Collins. Um, Regan Campbell-Gillard made a noteworthy return following his time on the sideline due to suspension. 
Uh, he had a mixed start. You know, obviously, it was he had a really 50-50 start. He had an error and a poorly judged captain's challenge to start the game, which, you know, wasn't the best thing to watch. Um, some charging runs, though, saw him held up over the line, obviously, uh, nearly scoring a try. Run for 199 metres, though, so a solid performance still. Other than that, for the Eels, it was really hard for them to get into this game, which was really disappointing. Uh, Dylan Brown at halfback, he just couldn't get this side on a roll. His kicking game was quite poor to start as well. I think there was two kicks where he got it dead in goal and forced a seven-tackle set. Um, you know, it wasn't the best kicking game. They definitely missed Moses, and I think their finals hopes are over now, unfortunately, for the Eels. I think the Roosters are very lucky that the game they miss James Tedesco is the game against uh, the West Tigers rather than South Sydney. Um, I think it would have even the playing field if Tedesco was out, since Latrell Mitchell will be out um, for that game against the Roosters, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, Tedesco is going to be a loss next week. He really will. Uh, unfortunately, he was ruled out in the 62nd minute after suffering a really bad head knock. Uh, he was hit by my Mike Acevo as he fell to the ground with the Eels being a placed on report. I don't think he's been suspended, though. I think the only suspended player out of the round um, was Latrell Mitchell. So while he opened the scoring in the second half and picked up a double thanks to a wonderful pass from Tedesco. Uh, Suwali, fuck, that's one of the better performances I've seen from him this year. Um, you know, two tries in this game and fucking unbelievable under the high ball. Some spectacular catches under the high ball, I should say. Uh, he definitely had one of the best performances I've seen from him over the past few weeks. And he has really been poor over the past few weeks as well. He's been really struggling with his form. That was a big game for Suwali for me. Really impressed. He was in the team of the week this week as well, and deservedly so. He was fantastic for the Roosters. Uh, Gutherson clawed one back for his side after Bailey Simonson collected a pass that rebounded off his head and passed inside to his skipper who ran to score. Converted. Uh, Tried to bring, them the mar- bring the margin down, I should say, to 10 points. Uh, prior to the game, the Eels had won seven of their past eight games at Combank Stadium. So the Roosters breaking the drought there. The Roosters have won eight of their past 10 games against the Eels and have now also won seven of nine games at Combank Stadium. So Roosters having a bit of a record there anyway. Uh, highlights from this game, obviously, James Tedesco with the first half double. Uh, Joseph Suwali getting back into form. Luke Keary playing a really awesome game of football in the six as well. Very impressive stuff from the Roosters. Awesome game, 34-12. Statement win as well going into the next two weeks. They really are making their way into finals. And I sort of jinxed them the other week as well. We were talking on BTFU saying that their finals run is done. And we really thought it was. I'm very impressed with the Roosters and how they've gone over the past few weeks as well. Awesome stuff. And let's see if they can keep it going, going into the next two weeks to finish off the year and hopefully they get into the top eight. One.